talk about anime. I love it. I love it all. Thanks so much, guys. Tune in Japanese. Yay! Akarasu! Greetings, fans. It's Andy, and I just wanted to take a quick second to kind of talk about that bumper. Yes, you heard that bumper back in episode 18. And yes, we had promised an episode with Jessica Calvello back on episode 20. Unfortunately, there were some things that got in the way. But now, 100% positive, sure, it is happening. Next week, we will have an interview, our discussion about Excel Saga and the end of the anime with the voice of Excel Excel, Jessica Calvello. I hope you guys tune in next week to Tuning Japanese because this is a shit ton of fun. Speaking of a shit ton of fun, let's get to our finale, the very last episode going too far of Excel Saga. Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three fucking assholes in their 30s talk about anime. First off, it's Andy. Hey, it's me. I'm Andy, in case you forgot, because we haven't done this in a little while. Dude, it's only been like two weeks. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, well, they've heard my voice, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm Andy. Yeah, I, uh, I think it's been longer than two weeks. Uh, this is Bill. Oh, uh, uh, that was Bill. <laughs> and, well... With the fucked up voice, it's Josh. Yeah. So, uh, so what's up with the uh, the sexy, sexy dulcet tones coming from your throat right now? Well, it's because it's the opening of October, and I I am back at scaring the shit out of people over at my uh, favorite haunted house, Terror at Skellington Manor, and uh, I do a rather creepy voice. I'm glad you I can't even do that right now. I'm glad you specified because I was just going to say, how's that any different from normal? Like, uh, just scaring the crap out of people. So, uh, right, yeah. Right. So, hey, guys, episode 26 of Excel Saga. We are. Yes. This is it, Bill. This is it. We're done. This is it, Bill. It's the last episode. The last episode. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, I, I was going to start. 
I was going to start singing uh, uh, The End by The Doors, but I don't even think I could shittily sing like a Jim Morrison right now. Yeah, I... Probably, probably more like you, Jim Morrison's corpse. Yes, you should probably uh, save that voice as much as possible for tonight, since you are scaring more children tonight uh, and adults and, and high schoolers. Yes, I am. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, tonight, or today, we've got a, another episode of Tuning Japanese for you. We've got our review of episode 26, the non-canonical Going Too Far and it is a and that weird, is an understatement. Yeah, it is a weird freaking episode. A really bizarre one. And we're going to get into that in a little bit. But first, we got some nerd news. Bill, All right. what's your nerd news? Uh, well, Luke Cage just dropped this Friday. Ah, uh, yes, to- on the Netflix. Ooh, yes. Yep, on October 1st. Uh, just mm-hmm. to date us. Um, we Sweet are Christmas. currently on um, episode 6. And it's awesome. I mean, it's, so it's, uh, what do you come to expect? You, what can you what can you say about the plot that won't spoil anything too much, but give people a reason why they should watch? You get more hallway fights, certainly. Um, nice. I mean, that seems to be. Oh, the, I love uh, hallway fights. That seems to be the trademark now of the Netflix Marvel is the uh, hallway obligatory fights. hallway fight. Yeah, um, it's a crime drama corruption kind of thing. Uh, set in Harlem. Nice. And I'm not quite sure where it fits Harlem. into Jessica Jones or Daredevil. or Daredevil. Yeah, that's a good um, question. Like, is I, I kind of after... think it's before. Oh, really? I kind of. Um, really? But and if you know anything about Luke don't Cage... Don't the preview show uh, Night Nurse in there, though? Yes, she is in it. And she does... Yeah, and she does make reference to um, seeing some of her patients... Or some of the attackers being stitched up. Yeah, you're right. So it would have had to be after Jessica Jones. Hmm. But the mm-hmm. the whole bar thing okay. is dropped. So because remember he had like that bar in Jessica oh, Jones. Oh yeah. Um, okay. and that's been not mentioned at all. Interesting. So I'm uh, not right. He's uh he's sweeping up hair and washing dishes at the beginning of this. So unless okay. like the bar blew up mm. or burnt down or something, I forgot about it. Yeah, I don't. Uh, recall yeah, the bar did head. blow up. I'm going to say the bar blew. Yes, the bar blew up in Jessica Jones because uh, 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 Kilgrave made uh, Luke stand in the bar in the bar and made it. Oh, blow that's up. right. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. So that's that's probably why then. Right. Okay, that makes sense. I totally forgot about that. Cool. So, uh, yeah. so two two thumbs up. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's definitely good. All right. Very cool. Uh, Josh, what do you got? All right. Uh, well, uh, just that they are starting to show teaser trailers to the live action Ghost in the Shell. Yay, interesting. Um, so, uh, what, what, what are your takeaways from that? Um, confusing. Well, <laughs> Ghost very, in the Shell was confusing it, in general it, anyway, but. I, I'm, I'm liking the tone, uh, very dark tone. Um, some of the imagery that they're using is, uh, you know, they're, they're definitely using Eastern imagery for a lot of, a lot of stuff. Like they had somebody in, in a uh, kimono and kind of a kabuki-esque mask mm-hmm. walking around. Um, they had um, uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson in a couple of them. And I think she looks all right. Pretty, pretty all right. <laughs> pretty, as, uh, pretty as all right. Answer. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Somewhat she's, okay. Pretty okay. She's just Scarlett Johansson. You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Well, well I'm she's, she's, outside she's okay. of not looking Asian. Well, honestly, outside of not looking Asian, I think she is probably best suited to look like Matoko Kusanagi if she were okay. a 
um, Caucasian American female. Well, uh, so when, do we know when that's coming out at all? Do we have any idea when that we, we can expect that? I did not get a date, uh, okay. but I'm, I'm, I'm probably, I got a feeling it's probably maybe next summer okay. or maybe next spring or something like that. It feels like a 2017 release for sure. Okay. So that you think that's going to be because of the, uh, because of the fact that she's in the movie that it's going to be, is this a North American release they're doing? Is this a North American film or is this a Japanese film that they're doing? Do you know? I can't remember what we uh, talked about. North American. Okay, it is North American. Okay. I believe it's, yeah, it's North American. Okay. It's Hollywood. Right. It, 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 it looks like it has, you know, the Hollywood production values, like high-end Hollywood production right. values, not high-end Japanese or, or like even like a Toho production. Oh, okay. Because, you know, Toho is like their big, their big uh, production company out there in Japan. So you, you kind of know the differences when you see them. And okay. uh, that's it's clearly Hollywood. It's kind of kind of matrixy, mm-hmm. but not in the uh, not in a bad way. Okay. You so, know, so it's going to vis- feel visually like... speaking. So is it kind of like the Aeon Flux treatment or? No, because Aeon Flux was very colorful. Um, the live action was very colorful. Uh, from these previews, it's um, it it's dark. It, you know, think like. Um, the first matrix when they were, when they were inside and it's dark and rainy without the rain okay. or even think like a uh, dark city, even um, oh, okay. just that, 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 uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of shadows. There's a lot of, uh, you know, creating a lot of tone in, in this kind of, um, this and probably creating the, uh, dystopian future feel that cyberpunk tries to create though. Right. I don't think you ever really got that in ghost in the shell. Mm-hmm. That was dystopian cyberpunk. Yes, but not dystopian. Your turn. Okay. So, uh, my nerd news. Well, I really don't have nerd news this week, honestly. I just wanted to kind of talk about a, a few things upcoming when it comes to tuning Japanese and what to expect. October is a tough month for Josh, as we know. He's mentioned that he does The Haunt locally, <laughs> and he's going to be kind of out for much of the rest of October. So, what we're going to have planned is we have a couple of movie reviews that we're going to be releasing, as well as some bonus episodes continuing with our review of Pokemon Generations, which we released the very first episode of that last week in lieu of this episode. So if you enjoyed listening to Ray and myself talk about Pokemon, you're going to get some more of that, and we're going to get some uh, some different movie reviews as well. So do we have a uh, preview on what movies are, coming, are forthcoming? Oh, for sure. We're going to be reviewing, we've got a couple special guests that we've already lined up and recorded, a review of Transformers, the movie from uh, the 1980s. So not the Michael Bay ones, Yay. but the 1980s. Yay. So we, uh, it was a good time. It was a good episode, good review. So we will be releasing that for sure. And then, uh, I don't know, we'll see what else will be down coming down the road as well. So even though we will not be starting our next anime review, we will still have some content for you, the fans. Yes, and definitely keep keep it tuned to us so that you see get it tuned tuned uh, 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 yeah but keep it tuned to us and you will find out soon enough what our next series is going to be and that'll be upcoming so so stay tuned as you said Josh for that uh so I've uh, I've started watching it actually nice nice oh so we've my. got it exists and bill's been already taking notes and we're good to go uh bill has said he's gonna do the, re- and, yep. the review for every episode so that way josh and i can have a break i heard too so uh yes well, awesome you know, that'd, that'd be much easier <laughs> to do than excel <laughs> true that's true yeah we're not we're not doing something yeah, completely batshit off the wall like excel right so nope right. nope 
Speaking of Thank Excel. Thank God none of us like Slice of Life. Yes, anyway. Yeah, episode 26, Going Too Far. Let's get into this review, shall we? Sure, yeah. Let's get going. All right. So we open with a formal request from a viewer asking Excel to be turned into a musical. But wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. Did you catch the names there? I heard a, a Japanese name, and um, I believe Larissa Walcott was the yes. other person that put it in there. Was it both their voice actresses? I believe that's what they were doing. Yeah, the, the voice actresses. Yeah, uh, Katono uh, Mitsuishi is actually the voice of Excel, and uh, in the Japanese version, of course, Larissa Walcott being the second voice of Excel. So really, it's self-serving. The voice actresses just wanted to sing, <laughs> and uh, we do get actually a really amazing bit of song that I'm not really going to go into because I think I'm going to put that actually, if you haven't heard it already, as our intro. So uh, I won't Yay! really talk much about that. I love that. But basically it just is one big fight between Koshi and Excel and Nabushin saying we can't possibly do this, but they're doing it in song, so it's very ironic. It is, yes, it is great and fun and if I remember right, uh, the, in the end, everything falls on top of Excel. I believe is that, so. Isn't that how it goes? I believe so. That the, like the, the, the set falls on her, and then we cut to theme song! And uh, we I do want to note about the theme song this time is that unlike normal, they actually add and change the scenes for the introduction oh, in the theme song yes. uh, this time around. So uh, without further ado, here are some of the things that they fucking did really weird in, as part of the intro. Uh, so when anytime <laughs> Hyatt coughs... Uh, or she's even on the screen, there's an excessive amount of blood spraying from her mouth, uh, which is really <laughs> gross. And setting a tone here for this episode that they are literally going to take Hot. it too far and do as much as they possibly can to piss off the censors. One minute too far. Uh, so when they're dancing in the street in the bathhouse, Excel and Hyatt are both completely naked with censor bars, though, this time around. Uh, the scene, oh, the scene damn where, you sensors. Uh, I know, goddamn sensor bars. Uh, the scene where ah! she is ready to be eaten, he's apparently turned to some sort of weird sushi, fried sushi roll or something. I don't know what was going on there, specifically. Uh, I would say something like, she looked like either a, like a California roll or, or something, something along something. those lines. I, I don't know. She was she, was, bill- she was covered in fried, I think she was tempura yeah. battered, actually. It's po- possibly, Bill, you're, you're definitely an expert when it comes to sushi, uh, do you, can you recall? I'm thinking Andrew's probably right with a tempura, minchi tempura. Yeah, she was okay. kind of like brown, right. like like lightly brown coated and with like a little bit of sauce on top of her. So I'm thinking tempura. Okay. All right. Uh, when Pedro is drawing, trying to kind of pull himself away from the Great Will, he's actually crawling toward a huge stack of yen uh, with menchis and nabashin <laughs> yes. on them, which I find really, really interesting. And then uh, at the well, very don't end, you know that J- Japan... well, they, they, they need to. Japan doesn't have presidents. That's <laughs> true. Wait, I don't know if that's true. Well, I, 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 don't I, I thought you guys true. knew that Japan, Japan officially ratified uh, changing the images on their yen to that of Nabushin and Menchi in commemoration of this great show, which became a huge success in Japan. Mm, I feel like you're full of shit. Yeah, that one's definitely not true. <laughs> Did you get that one from Wikipedia too? No, no, got it from my ass. Ah, fair enough. Uh, and in the very end scene where we get uh, Il, the panning up of Il Palazzo, we actually see Excel and Hyatt's heads on a, on pikes. So that was that was interesting. And you, yes. you blink, you miss it. It was it was pretty gruesome. <laughs> so we go to across headquarters. 
across HQ, and Il Palazzo says that apparently they're back to square one, this whole conquering this city thing for some reason. And uh, while Excel and Hyatt dance really oddly at the bottom of the screen, it's kind of bonkers. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah. I, I honestly, there's not going to be much comment uh, except for a few choice bits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because uh, I will admit, I mean, I was watching this episode and reacting to it pretty much how Bill has reacted to the entire series. Just what the fuck? Yeah, Yo. there's a there's not enough booze. <laughs> there's a lot of what the what the fuck in this episode. Excel gets super stoked <laughs> about being about the city being corrupt again, which leads to a globe falling in her head, which then turns into a pile of shit. Uh, Excel gets a little overzealous about the about the plans of taking over the city and starts stabbing that soy sauce pump thingy mannequin a million times <laughs> with a knife, and then chokes it with a rope. And then dances around with a girl in a cage, and she's holding an umbrella and a sign that says Satan. What the fuck is going on? The animators are doodling. Yeah. <laughs> they're just trying to push um, the buttons, told... right? Of, like, what they can do and what they can't oh, do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're just doodling bad exactly. things. I think, I think that's why this one affected me less than you guys, because I was already used to having that mindset of just like, oh, what the fuck? Just, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. So, so Bill has been inoculated, essentially. It's true. And this is actually the longest running episode. Uh, the running time without commercials was 26 minutes. 26 minutes. Yeah. Yes, which... and the fun fact is um, the reason why they did that, that was all on purpose because they knew that this episode was not going to air. Um, part of the, and, and I'll, I'll explain this in, in our wrap up, but, and that's the reason why it was literally one minute too long and it never saw an official Japanese broadcast. That's probably for the best, honestly. Well, that was the point, though. Yeah. And, and I said, I'll, I'll explain more in, in the wrap-up part. Right. Uh, so Hyatt notes that Excel has been suppressing some anger, uh, to which she uh, replies <laughs> by having insanely crazy red eyes, a massive tongue that starts licking that weird giant scimitar from the first episode, and she starts, like, hissing uh, like a snake. Yes. It's fucking nuts. Uh, thankfully, Il Palazzo I, decides to cool her off. sexy. Mmm. What? Sorry, mm. sorry. Mm. <laughs> Il Palazzo drops bit her in of the hole. Like imagery, the... <laughs> yeah, Il Palazzo oh, drops yes. her in the hole in the drink, and she's splashing around. There's something down there attacking her. I can't tell what she says. Hyatt starts tossing things down to help her out. Oh, including if you pause, there's a there's a glimpse of something that I couldn't tell, and I went back and I paused, and there was this guy who's covered up, bound, his face is covered, he has a yellow sign that kind of looks like a camera, and the translation on it says Spiel, S-P-I-E-L. So are they throwing Steven right. Spielberg down the hole yes. to help Excel? It was all it was all a reference to Jaws. She was she was oh. being attacked by Jaws, essentially. I believe she even screams out, smile, you son of a bitch, and an explosion happens. Nice. I guess I didn't catch that. Yeah, I didn't That's, either. Yeah, I... That's actually a cool I, I, little reference I there. I vaguely, yeah, yeah. Well, Jaws is an amazing movie. That I mean, is. Come on. It is a great movie. So that's cool. I guess I didn't get that. That's fantastic. Uh, and I think that uh, uh, Spielberg's leg gets thrown up, or maybe it's Excel's, because when Excel comes up, she's missing her leg too. Uh, so <laughs> she's shouting insanely. Il Palazzo then tells Hyatt that they've recruited a new member to help with their plan, and it's none other than oh. Miss Cosette from episode eight. <gasps> Oh, yeah. But I thought she was reset. Yes, and uh, she says, her, I love this quote, she says, I'm almost nine, and they call me a slaughtering machine. 
in the most adorable, cute little voice. <laughs> totally fucked up. Um, but yes, you should be confused because you're absolutely right, Josh. She was reset by the Great Will of the Macrocosm in Episode 8. But for some reason, uh-huh. apparently, she has flashbacks of her bloody past, and that blood does not wash away so easily. Then she also murder her new mother. Probably. Oh, that's so sad. Oh, I think she said something about murder, murdering her her new mother to go back to oh. her murdering ways. Oh my of god, murder. that's terrible. That it's full of murder. Murder. That's really, really murder, bad. mama. Oh my god. So things are peaceful for a, a kind of a chill moment until Hyatt's body explodes like a leaky water hose, uh, and blood <laughs> is like flying from every pore of her body. And uh, Cosette is really excited and jumps around in there uh, like it's a kid in a sprinkler. Well, I mean, it is a kid and it is a sprinkler. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it literally is. You're right, Bill. so cute. Yeah, it it is kind of cute in a fucked up way. Uh, But Il Palazzo (laughs) is quick to note that um, we cannot let uh, Agent Hyatt die because then your work will be doubled. To which Excel jumps in and says, hey, how do I factor into this calculation? Which I thought was a great line. Uh, So they are going to start plan H3223223 in three days. And they, he dismisses them, to which they're like, um, so what is this plan? He says, three days. What's the plan? <laughs> Tres dios! Three. <laughs> and we, uh, yeah, three just days. keep dodging it. We cut to, uh, we cut I, to I like Matsuya in her apartment, and we get a moment of fan service, where she's I got oh this really God. elaborate shower. <laughs> and she says something along yeah. the lines of how do I even have this big of a shower in my small little apartment? And, <laughs> uh, and yeah. And then Ropamatsu number one shows up. Yeah. Ro- or was it number two? Ropamatsu no, wait, number, number two, two shows, shows up, up and she's completely naked and you see her nipples and that's fucked up. Yes. Yeah. Cause she's supposed to be like a lollibot. Yeah. Well, I guess and, she's a uh, robot. So I guess I it's not she- that bad, but still. Yeah, yeah. No, but still, it's still pretty yeah. fucked up. <laughs> the intention is um, still pretty gross. Yeah, and then I'm just saying, she, at least it's an appliance. Yeah, she gets she gets kicked out, but then Ropamatsu One is there with some yeah. lotion, and apparently there's a, a bed w- waiting for her to lay on in this big shower, and yeah. uh, we find out that Kabupu has set this all up, of course, and there are cameras not so hidden, kind of in everything in the room. Yeah, fucking soap lance. That's a that's a huge um thing in japan in their sex industry uh-huh. it's called soap lands where essentially you know sexy lady gives you a massage with this very slick soap you're all naked and you're slipping all about and um okay fine i did some extensive research i'm sorry yeah i was gonna say i was gonna say if uh, anyone here knows repeated. about that it's gonna be you josh so <laughs> repeated research <laughs> uh-huh. thorough research <laughs> Um, That's what he calls it now. How do you think I became a dad? Uh, wait, what? Um, so, <laughs> so do you, do you really want me to answer that question? We got away to Gabapu, who is sitting <laughs> in his office with three TVs surrounding him, watching the scene. And then uh, Matsuya's had enough, and on the screen we see her go, "Enough fan service!" And she breaks the cameras. Um, the secretary yep. walks in and she asks, "Hey, um, can I no longer wear this outfit?" Which doesn't seem bad until the camera pans around to the backside, which reveals she's only wearing a half outfit, meaning the front of her is covered right. up properly, but the back is certainly not. 
Yeah, and that's that's a reference to a, um, a an image you would see in hentai frequently, which is the um, the sexy apron where they're the like one of the girl protagonists in in the show is wearing nothing but an apron. That's pretty much a, a reference sexy to that. apron. Once again, thorough so it's, so it's research. Not like, it's not like Excel's apron from that one episode where she's got the cute little ducks on it. So it's not that type of apron, right? Oh, no, 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 it's meant to be enticing. <laughs> It's meant to be enticing. Uh, so nice that's not one. furries. That's that's featheries, right? Is that how that works? I have no uh, idea. Pl- plumies. Um, <laughs> Kill it with fire either way. We go to Excel's apartment. Um, by the way, uh, in between, before uh, we got to Matsui's apartment, before Excel's apartment, we had the saleswoman for the pretty new, uh, girl news. Poultry. I forgot to mention. She oh, was my there. God. That was a nice callback. So we're in Excel's apartment, yeah. and they're staring at some bottle of quote-unquote medicine given them by Il Palazzo meth probably cosette calls excel stupid excel then retaliates by tying her up and beating the ever-loving fuck out of her and leaving her in literally a river of blood <laughs> she beat her till she was dead dude yeah this this scene she is insane uh, somehow excel is sent through the floor by il palazzo she's crawls her way back up men she is dancing the entire time by the way men she is Probably the most adorable men she uh-huh. has ever been in this scene. Even in the one scene? Uh, maybe not in that one scene, but... The one where she died from the explosion? No! No. Well, oh. no, there's a latter scene, Bill, with Minchi that's not quite as adorable. Oh. We'll get to it. She was sleeping, curled up. It was okay. So, Cosette has bought or baked some sort of cake for Excel, and she's wise to Yay. But... In doing so, is accidentally knocks Hyatt's head off, and Hyatt's head rolls around <laughs> the floor, and her body flails like a chicken, and blood is spraying from her neck. It is, it's something. It's like one of those ultra-violent animes from the from the mid-90s. Yes, <laughs> it very much is. The things go to shit, the room is covered in blood, but, thankfully, the small child, the great will, the macrocosm's child, comes flying by and uses one of its resets to kind of set us to rights once again. Which was, a, again, yay, a nice callback to the early episodes. Baby will, yay. Baby will. So, Excel and Hyatt... It's eat. a whittle will. It's a whittle will, yeah! Excel and Hyatt eat the cake, they pass <laughs> out. But apparently it's all part of Cosette's plan. Which is apparently is not Il Palazzo's plan, she says, but then she's talking to Il Palazzo later, so I'm confused by this whole thing. Eh, just go with it. <laughs> yeah, but... Alright, fair enough. So we get a weird dream sequence where apparently Excel and Hyatt are sperm, and then are visited by a bunch of old characters sp- sperm, <laughs> uh, including the dogs from, from Menchie's Big Adventure episode. That Don't man try. is there, there are a couple poochus, the old man in his robo-form, the soldiers from episode 3 with, with Maytel... Uh, and then we had the baseball playing monkeys actually make an appearance as sperm. So that, that happened. I did not see that. I think they're, they weren't supposed to be sperm though. I think they're supposed to be in ghost form Yeah, because but, there yeah. were char- characters in, in DBZ that did that in, uh, the boo saga. They were floating around in heaven and they looked like a little sperm. Huh? Cause they got the little, little tails going yeah. on. It was fucking weird. But I was just happy to see the monkeys again. That was, that was my favorite part was the monkeys were there. Goddamn monkey magic. Yes. We cut to Watanabe, and we get a recap from episode 25 of Watanabe begging Miss Ayasugi to tell him that she could not be possibly working for Il Palazzo. 
And we cut away. He's sitting forlornly at a window. He has a pervy scene, I believe, they're here. And uh, then we see Hyatt going by. Yep. And for some reason, she's speaking like Excel. So we get our classic Uh-oh. trope of body swapping. Body swapping. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd like to note in this scene, we see the Poochu downstairs beating out a blanket. <laughs> oh, shut, up, shut up, Bill. Rug. A rug. And I, I and, and our <laughs> Shut up. Our theory of who lives in those six apartments is now true. We know for sure that one of those Poochus lives in the apartment. And that's awesome. Okay. That's awesome. I just wanted to know yep. that. That's pretty awesome. Uh, we get a video game window with three want to have sexes and one put it in. Uh, but she denies him, <laughs> saying he's nothing compared to Lord El Palazzo. Because obviously it's Excel in the body and not Hyatt. She starts beating the shit out of him. And I would like to quote Excel when she says, Shut up or I'll stomp on your gonads. <laughs> and continues to hit like stomp on his face and then she oh, Jesus sings Christ. and skips away yep. and by the way she's singing yep. about vomit well that's the seems part of the course too <laughs> very very strange <laughs> for this episode indeed yes hey look we're on uh we're on page three of four of my notes already um huzzah 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 so speaking of this weird switch between hyatt and excel she stops in front of a storefront excel does inside hyatt's body and we get a bit of lazy animation did you notice in the window you have two mannequins? Three. There are two mannequins who are spinning in a sexual position? Yes. If you saw the uh, the wide shot of, of the window, it's uh, three different uh, groups of mannequins in different um, sexual positions. I believe one was a standing 69. The one that you saw the most is the one where the woman is uh, got her legs wrapped around the guy and he's holding her. And they are actually... Um, Pumping the third one, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> I can't wait for this episode Extensive to get released so I can know what Josh is research. saying. <laughs> oh, no, I know what he's saying what he's saying, but I'm just I'm laughing because of the of the detailed description of the sexual mannequins. <laughs> oh all, all I'm hearing is like leg pumping. Sexual mannequins is the name of my my brand new like tribute band of, from like the eighties. Alright, so um we can make she a tribute finally... called Getting Frogged and we just sing Muppet songs. <laughs> Getting Frogged. It just, it just be all covers of Muppet uh, show songs. I want to do this. This sounds amazing. Uh, so, <laughs> so she eventually, after this lazy animation, comes to realize that she's in Hyatt's body. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, we knew that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so she finds a bathroom and decides to take advantage of this fact to be able to look at herself naked. So she rips off her clothing and is really into the fact that Hyatt's body is so sensitive. Uh, but then this moment is ruined when uh, she starts yes. vomiting everywhere. So sensitive. And she... <laughs> thank you, Josh. Extensive research. <laughs> yes, this is the type of research that Josh did. So, yeah. uh, And then she vomits everywhere and dies. Um, so, we cut to Il Palazzo, <laughs> who is rocking out with that bird band. Bill, what was the name of that bird band? The Mohawks. The Mohawks, that's right, thank you, I couldn't remember, I, I knew you knew. Uh, so he's rocking out with them, and, uh, he, he's, uh, screaming about being visual, 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 and it's pretty fantastic. I found a YouTube video that was talking about, uh, like, the, I think it was Watch Mojo, it was like the ten best, uh, visual key bands from Japan. <laughs> <laughs> how was that it was weird <laughs> basically what i expected no no you 
Yeah, you want you want to see an interesting uh, gimmicky band from Japan? Look up Band Maids. It's a it's a heavy metal uh, rock group, all girls, all of them dressed as maids, and they're actually pretty they're pretty <laughs> awesome. Huh. Oh my god, that's a, I can't believe that's a thing. Band Maids. Oh yeah, it's a thing, god. and they're good. Hey guys, but um, hi, hey, hey, we get a break card, and. Uh, so we're halfway, and then we get a shameless plug promotion for Puni Puni Puemi, a break card again, Yay. and we're back to Hyatt Excel. Was that a real uh, thing yet by the time that came out? I think so, be- uh, yes. because they, or at least it was going to be released eventually, like they're working on it. Right, I didn't know yeah. if it was, I, I thought that was done after Excel Saga because of Excel Saga, so I wasn't sure if it was existent yet by the time they had that well, shameless plug, or if it was well, a, a fake trailer like, um, like Grindhouse had. I don't know. I think I think they were they were probably in production of it while Excel Saga was going when they went halfway through the series, and then by the time this episode came out, they were able to put in a uh, a teaser trailer. So Hyatt is enjoying Excel's body, not for the sexual things, but the fact that she actually has energy and she is bouncing around. She runs through a wall. She lands. She says, "If that were my normal body, I probably would have died right there." And then she starts jumping like Neil Armstrong on the moon down the street. Fucking crazy. Uh, we cut to the hospital <laughs> workers. They get one final scene here. Uh, again, reference from the, anime, uh, the manga, as we've mungo that we've talked about. And uh, we get one final scene manga. with them. They're horrified to find the desiccated corpse of Hyatt. And it is actually really <laughs> frightening. <laughs> really fucking desiccated. Oh, fuck yeah, it does. Yeah, I'm uh, just like, Jesus Christ. They both try to bail, but the nurse gets out the door first and literally barricades <laughs> the door and won't allow the doctor out. Which is <laughs> and he's funny as shit. freaking the fuck out while doing yeah, that. He freaking does out. like ninja stars with syringes. <laughs> and she's like, I feel better. <laughs> but she still looks gross. I think, no, I think the exact line is, ooh, that helps. Uh, and then one final giant needle up the ass and some electric shock brings her back to life. Ugh. Fucking weird. Extensive research. Just, oh my. just like in the original version of Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. I don't think that's how that... Mm, um, I'm pretty sure... But they kept it in young Frankenstein. Yeah, no, I... I don't. I I've taught Frankenstein a few times. I'm pretty sure that's not what happens. I must have missed that in my discussion mm-hmm. with my students. So no, that's the extended. Uh, yep, you did. Special Ext- edition. Special the, edition. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the long edition. cut. Yeah, like like the the uncut version. Like how Stephen King put out the version of the stand that had all the stuff and he originally left in. Oh, um, yeah, unabridged. That one. Unabridged versions. Gotcha. Gotcha. So anyway, Cosette calls Ilpala on the phone. <laughs> Who doesn't seem to care because he's reading a dirty mag? And we get a pun that I don't understand. Uh, he's looking at this model, and they call she's a pinup model, and he says to the Mohawks, "Wouldn't you like to be pinned up like she is?" And they all laugh and say it's a good pun, but I don't really get it. It's probably a Japanese wordplay. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. But I don't, I don't get the reference. I didn't watch the pop-up video version, so I'm not sure what's going on at all in this episode. Uh, I- I'm assuming it's it's a it's probably like a dirty wordplay joke in Japan. Oh yeah, probably right. We cut back to Watanabe. He's walking around. He runs into Hyatt this time in Excel's body and is confused when she sounds very much like Miss Ayasugi. Uh, and before that, <laughs> which doesn't has, make any sense because she has the same vocal cords. That is, yeah, and they, right, I don't get right. that either. But that's that that's that whole idea. 
I'd like to point out just just on a sidebar really quick. I've always hated the body swap episodes because of the fact that if I'm in Andrew's body, I somehow project my voice and Andrew can project his voice through my vocal cords. There are only two times that they did that correctly. First time was on Buffy the Vampire Slayer when, uh, um, oh, what's her name? The the other Slayer by uh, Eliza Dutch. Faith. Bill, help me out here. Faith. Faith. Uh, sw- yeah, when Faith switched bodies with Buffy. And then the other one was the body swap episode of Farscape. Oh, yes. Yes, they did that well. They did that. They did that correctly as well. Yes. I mean, they they, they tried to sound like the other person the way they would talk, but right. not have but the they had the regular voice voices. projecting. I, lo- I love that. Yes. Episode, and I, that's yeah, it's a fantastic. It, well, dude, they, they went back to Skeksis. That's true. They had Skeksis in that episode. I know. It's so, amazing. Yay, the Buffy amazing. version was actually really good, too, because the choreographer made sure that... Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller fought like Faith, and that Elijah Dushku fought like Buffy. That right. is cool. It was as much not like Buffy. That's and a that, cool little bit. They used each other's moves. It was yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's it's a great it's a great episode to watch. The best part of that episode was um, Sarah Jessica Geller playing as Faith, eventually trying to act like Buffy. So she was acting out as as another character, acting as her primary character. Yeah, which is interesting. Uh, so he has that, uh, I think this is a scene actually where he has the really impure sort of uh, thoughts. And there's a weird line in, in here where he says, uh-huh. I can't stand it all. I haven't washed my balls. <laughs> what? <laughs> all right. Um, so, yeah, he falls, so. I guess. So he falls madly in love with Excel. And then instead of just put it in, he has Lust. three options. Pure love, platonic, and put it in. Uh, so... Rape's still a thing. Uh, so she agrees to go out. <laughs> Watanabe freaks out. She suggests a hotel, and Watanabe is shocked. Uh, Cosette is watching the whole thing while Menchi blows up a condom in her arms. Uh, and she is then, <laughs> which is a weird scene, where then she is accosted by Shioji, who is flirting with her. Motherfucker! reciprocates the flirting, and God I'm officially oh, checked Christ. out at this point. Yep fucking disgusting uh, and they're going into the love hotel aren't they yes now uh, i will Jesus. say one i will say one thing for excel here i will say one positive thing for excel excel sees this happen and says wow this is wrong this shouldn't happen i need to save cosette <laughs> i will i will give it to excel she realizes how wrong this is and we also get menchie pooping twice which is pretty cool yep Yep, we actually see Menchi pooping. Not just leaving the coiled up poop, but we actually see the poop coming out of her ex. Which is correct. Yes, it is. We cut to the hotel where Excel is now in high, still in Hyde's body, obviously. She's deflated, she's wiggling in. The person behind the counter is like, hey, you can't come in here. There's no singles allowed, to which she barfs blood all over her. Um, <laughs> and, and I think she even comments on how great of a technique that was. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we cut to Watanabe's room, and his boner is out of control. It is just like popping <laughs> oh, up and Christ. down in his in his towel. Uh, he's trying to calm it down. I've had those days. <laughs> yeah, and, and I've Hyatt, had days like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Hyatt Hyatt is in the bathroom after taking a shower, and she's totally oblivious and says. Like, wow, he was so nice. He paid the bill and he let me shower. Um, and then when he comes in with his raging uh-huh. heart on, he says. He's looking like with with the lusty eyes, and she's like, "Oh, it's time for a massage." <laughs> totally doesn't know what's about to happen. <laughs> we cut, or she does, and she's playing coy. Maybe we cut to Cosette's room, 
And oh Jesus, Shioji is awaiting no this really disgusting scene. And then in a uh. weird twist that that makes zero sense, she reveals herself to have what'd she say a G cup? I think she said an H cup. So she's got huge tits, and they animate the nipples, yeah. and she's like, "The reality, Cosette is a woman. Do you want to be with a uh, consenting adult?" And I have to say, as messed yep. up as a gag this is. I did laugh a little bit when he then backs out of the oh, room God. and he's completely dressed. He's like, yeah, I'm not into this. And she's like clawing yep. and pawing after him. As fucked up as that is, I did laugh a little and I feel bad about that. Uh, the the one line that got me was, if it's got big boobs and pubic hair, I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, God. Oh, God. I'm going to hell for laughing at that. Going yeah, to hell. Probably true. Because I laughed. Bill, Bill, what do you yeah. think of this whole thing? Ugh. Ugh. It's almost over, right? Yes, and this is the last time we have to see Shioji. Yay. So oh, thank good. God. Does he die? Um, We can pretend he does. Oh, off-camera death. Yes, I will do that. He is dead. He hey. is murdered by, by angry parents. Here's here's something. If, uh, if the fans want to write... A death scene for Shioji. Uh, and send that in to tuningjapanese at gmail.com. We will read the winning story. Find, come up with a creative way to kill off Shioji in a short scene that was not aired on Excel. Oh and we will read the winner and we will come up with some sort of small prize for the winner. You know, um, I, don't, I don't know stickers. what it is, but something very small. What's that? I, I, I say stickers. Yeah, we'll, we'll throw you some Shadow Vane stickers. We're actually, I'm thinking about p- putting some stickers together and, uh, and some cards for yeah. tuning Japanese, too. So uh, we'll send you something. Sweet. And, uh, yeah, if you want to, that that's our contest we're throwing out there. Right? Write your best scene, death scene for Shioji, and we will uh, we will read it live on air. So no, more we, than, no more than three pages, though. Yeah, yeah. Nothing too long so that way we're not reading it forever. And if it is too long and we do still like it, I guess then we could just read a part of it. So, right. or we can make it a mini-sode. There you go. Uh, Excel then crawls into Hyatt's room and finds Watanabe gyrating over her on all fours, saying over and over again, Is it okay? Is it okay? Is it okay? Once again, a reference to, um, there's a lot of um, rape hentai in Japan. Uh-huh. And so he doesn't want to rape her. He wants her consent. Extensive is that what that is? Research. I thought just that he was just really nervous and has never had sex before, so he doesn't know what he's doing. No, he wants her consent before he does whatever he wants maybe, to maybe her. Maybe he's never had a boner before and he doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> what, what's happening to my body? First blood matches. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed those oh, categories. Um... Oh, thank you, Sean. Um... Uh, and I, 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 I can say that because he listens to the show. So you can't say that though because <laughs> yeah. it wasn't him. So he he yeah, that well, was raccoon true. Reigns. That's true. Uh, so he turns to the side and realizes that uh, Hyatt is in here now, and he is so stoked for the prospect of a three way. You know, there's steam coming out of yeah, his He's like, yes, extensive let's do this. research, extensive research, extensive research, extensive research. But but Josh. He's denied. Uh, what? Don't interrupt me. Nope, nope. He's denied. Denied. 
He's cock-blocked. Blue He's left again. out in the cold because the two girls get down and dirty on the bed because Excel is really into oh, her own body. Yes! And, and ah. Hyatt is wiggling Excel's body at her. And, uh, yeah, poor Watanabe goes flying off. And... Stop that! Stop that! Stop that! You're going too far! <sighs> That's the point! <laughs> so... After Watanabe's gone, the two girls are rolling around groping, trying to figure out we're uh, supposed yeah. to we're supposed to swap bodies back. <laughs> Fucking well, maybe weird. If they you end do up... this position, that position. Yeah. Ooh, hey, scissor, scissor, yeah, scissor oh, yourselves God. back Can into your body. Scissoring, please. <laughs> Come Lord. Um. I mean, I suppose that's a way to get them to swap swap bodies back. It makes as much sense as anything else. So, Wasn't that how yeah, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan did that in? Uh, I do not. I do no. I'm no, pretty sure that's how. Friday, no, <laughs> pretty sure that's how. Yeah. That. They did. Uh, they, the mother daughter from Freaky Friday did not scissor <laughs> to get their bodies back, Bill. That is beyond <laughs> fucked up. Jesus fucking Christ! You are off the show. God damn it! <laughs> no, hey. no, no. I mean, oh no, no. Instead, you are on the show forever. That is your Aww. punishment for that. You will never be gone with, done with the show. Even when podcasting is not a thing, we're going to make you still make episodes. Aww. And and every year he has to watch Excel Saga over and yes. over again. Oh, yes. man. Welcome to hell, William. <laughs> God, Bill, that was bad. All right, so... <laughs> They decide to merge into some weird What, you said robo- you ought to go too far. Oh my god, that's true. Some weird robo-sentai thing, and each of them are in an eye. Josh, uh, what's that a reference to? Uh, I had it. Um, oh, oh, it's a it's a common writer. It's a, Is it's that a, a common, common writer, writer reference. Okay. Yeah, it's a common writer character. Oh, did they get fruit on their heads? <laughs> um, Hopefully not. Uh, I legitimately uh, want some of those. Yeah, because, I mean, the... <laughs> Because honestly, I, I, I'm I'm fairly certain that's that or not Kamen, but maybe Kamen. I'm fairly certain that's a Kamen writer. Uh, um, I'm not sure which one. Kamen. I'm not sure if there was a Kamen writer where there where there were two Kamen people like that became the Kamen writer, but it works. Okay, so they are trying to split apart, and they they strike a pose as this Kamen writer guy, and Hyatt says, "How exciting! How exciting!" How exciting! At least 20 <laughs> times to save on animation. And uh, then we cut away to Nabashin, who's racing in his Mitsubibi. He blows up Yay. a robot or something. Yep. He lands in a hotel. One shot. He it. finds five that mans. No, 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 no. That's the Across Six. Well, now the Across Five. And so they do are... you want to explain that for people that don't watch the, or haven't read the manga? Well, it's not even in the Mongo. manga. You have to remember. Um, Nabashin, that man... Um, we're all creation, uh, even Pedro and his sexy wife were all creations of the anime itself, but they made oh, refer- Pedro wasn't in the manga. No, he was not. Mongo. Uh, they made, uh, <laughs> they made references, uh, a couple of times that that man was a member of the across six that essentially across yeah. was, uh, was ran by six other that man, that men. Okay. And they all had different, different, uh, that man, uh, names like, like, like that man over there and, uh, this man and that, that guy, man, this and, man, yeah. that man right here. And yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So. so to cut, to cut a long story short, Nabashin fixes Excel and Hyatt by blowing up the hotel. And apparently that works. And uh, takes out the, Pedro's the family. Five. And takes that out was the original for you Friday. Yes. 
very much so. Uh, so Pedro's family is visiting Japan, and in Yay. doing so, they run into Cosette, who is kind of skulking by, and she is so happy to see Pedro. They hug in a really odd way that makes it look like she's giving him head. And <laughs> I love Sandora's line, where Sandora's like, Mama, check out Papa, he is quite a stud. And I love her response of, well, I suppose I did cheat on him with that man, so I'm going to let this one slide. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Ew is right. Yeah, Pedro plays innocent, obviously. No, wait, we've established Cosette is actually uh, an adult. Don't know how, still but doesn't she make it is. better in yeah. my head. I don't know. Real, yeah. Uh, so Pedro meets Excel again. They do their greeting. It's fantastic. Ha, ha. talks about how happy she is. Passes out and starts vomiting. Pedro says, your friend does not look well. And the entire earth is covered in blood. Uh, Excel calls out to Il Palazzo. He appears in the sky and we get the final card. Today's experiment. Great success. Yay. <sighs> but we're not done. Oh, we're damn not it. done. Nabashin appears for one more scene. Uh, Kumi Kumi is in a church oh, yes. and she's ready to get married. And they're waiting for Nabashin to show up. And he does. But the priest in reality, is Koshi Rikdo, and they have one final fight. Yay. And cut away to the last scene. The last thing said is Kumi Kumi pulling up her veil and saying in a Russian accent for some weird reason, she's suddenly Russian and says, Idiots. <laughs> and that's it! That is it! Yeah, we it. saw her face there, didn't we? That's yes, it, we, we didn't did. see her face. Yep. So, and... so my theory that she was ugly, and why that's why he was running away, is not correct. Nope, nope, it's nope. a soup. Um, so I do want to note one last thing in the episode, uh, Menchi's song at the end where Menchi marks <laughs> her song is actually yes. reversed. This time the singer who does the subtitles Tran- is actually the singing the song with Japanese lyrics. And in the little circle is Menchi this time barking out <laughs> did you... in what is, I think the most genius thing yes. in the entire anime barking did, out the subtitles that was now, pretty funny notice, actually so amazing did you notice that the singer was also uh collared and had a leash yeah she was collared on all on all fours yes it was yes and I she was good that was good i think she and had the hand on. that and the uh-huh. hand yes yes she had no she had clothes on the hand that grabbed her though at the end was menchie's paw yanking yanking her yeah away at the end. so brilliant yes yes brilliant absolutely brilliant and that is episode 26 of Excel Saga going too far. Bill, we, now we're just going to talk about this episode. We are we are going to save a hopefully a final assessment of Excel the anime uh for a different shorter episode. Um but for now let's just talk about episode 26 of Excel. Bill, oh, God, they were having what do you think? Fun. Uh... Were you having fun? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, i'm glad the animators and the staff and everything we- got to have fun that yeah. that was uh a bit much and a bit stupid it was pretty dumb uh was it whether was there anything redeeming at all about the episode to you it, it was one of the i mean mm-hmm. it was as funny as any episode is certainly yeah i i don't have a lot of thoughts here i mean it, uh-huh. it it's not canonical it didn't further any kind of story it didn't have a story it was just them Doing shit. Stick. Doing shit. Animating naughty doodles, basically. Okay. I guess my thoughts on the episode real fast. I think that it was, like Bill said, I'm glad that the animators and, and they all had kind of some fun putting together this episode and doing all kinds of crazy shit. I think it's a fitting end, honestly. 
Now, episode 25, I think, was a good end to the series overall, but having this final one last blow-off sort of episode is something that fans who come to expect the weirdness of the show can really see it with the gloves off. So I, I enjoyed it. I thought there were things that, by the title, going too far, maybe did go a little bit too far, but overall, I did enjoy it, and I I don't know. It was funny. It was funny in, in, in a lot of parts. So, yeah, I, I like it. Josh, what do you think? I love this episode. It is very, very smart, actually. Um, the whole basis behind this episode um, was it was all intentionally to be removed from uh, Japanese broadcasting because it pretty much makes fun of every reason a show would be taken off of uh, broadcast in Japan. You know, uh, sec- uh, crass sexual humor, um, nudity. Uh, even going so far as to literally intentionally make the episode one minute longer. Hence the title than, of the episode, Going Too Far. Is suitable for Jet. Too Far. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yes. true. It's, it's the whole point is, is they're taking a complete shot. It's like um, they're taking shots at uh, some of uh, Japanese uh, censoring, essentially. Kind of like how mm-hmm. um, like how the uh, South Park movie um, there's an, uh, a rule within yeah. the MPAA. If you say, if you have 400 curse words Not, or more, if you say, movie if you becomes NC 17. You had 300 times. You, yeah, yeah. 400 they, so times. They did it 399 It times. becomes NC 17. Exactly. That's it's, brilliant. Yes. It's stuff like that. That is just, uh, brilliant. Uh, the, the jokes are just some of the most crass, dirty, wouldn't believe it. I mean, first time I saw this episode, I you know, was warned by people. I was warned by you and other friends that had seen it and it was still like, what the fuck? But coming back to it yeah. and, and kind of seeing that the whole, it epitomizes what the series is, is about, which is making fun of tropes and, and practices in Japan. And yes, of course, we're going to make fun of some of the stupider shit that gets a an episode thrown off uh, the air. Which right. I thought yeah. was and yeah, you're so right. So smart. Oh yeah. So it, it really ultimately by the end does what the anime sets out to do from square one, and does it really well in this last episode. So, uh, uh-huh. so that's it. That is Excel Saga. Oh. We're done. Excel Saga's done. Done. Yay. We will come back. We will come back soon with one final little wrap up talking about Excel Saga, and uh, and we'll talk about that. But in the meantime, be on the lookout. For other episodes, we've got some movie reviews, we've got more reviews of Pokemon Generations, and eventually, when we get a chance to kind of bank some episodes again, we will figure out and release when we're going to do our next series. So I'd like to do what we did before originally, which is hopefully get a few in the bag, so that way I can have... uh, I can have a little bit more leeway when it comes to editing these things. but uh, So sometime either in mid-November or early December, I'm imagining we're probably going to have uh, new the new series, a new review, ready to go. Keep uh, keep tuning in to us. Check out uh, the... We'll, we'll always have new content. And, uh, oh, just yeah. fo- and keep following us, and uh, we will definitely uh, keep, you, keep you informed. Josh! All right, well, once again... This is Tuning Japanese, a fucking podcast where three fucking idiots sit around, talk about a fucking messed up goddamn shit fuck of an anime. I'm, I'm glad Josh. you didn't say three, three, I'm glad you didn't say three friends sitting around fucking. Uh, I'm Andy. I'm Bill. And we will see you sometime down the road. Bye-bye. Later. Uh, it's over. 
Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. To find out more about the show, visit tuningjapanese.com. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, on Twitter at tuningjapanese, and Tumblr at tuningjapanese.tumblr.com. You can also send us any questions, suggestions, or feedback by emailing the show at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Be sure to also leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Tuning Japanese is a part of the Questionable Endeavor Media Network. Visit questnnetwork.com for more information on our other podcasts in this network, including the Shadow Vane Podcast, Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Raw Attitude Podcast, and the Geek and Gamer Guild. Coming. Just hold on, please, sir. Even though he leaves monster toys in the kitchen, smokes, and makes me have impossible sex, he's a bad man, but he always keeps his promises. <sighs> it's all done. Now, machine. Come here, come here. Ah, uh, I really hate to spoil the mood. What the hell kind of ending is this? Huh? You? Oh, who cares? Damn it, this is my big moment! Back off, bro! Shut your mouth! Let's finish this! Idiots. <laughs> <laughs>